This is Ken, and you're listening to New Numa Godcast, the urban voice of Christian podcasts, kicking something new every week. Subscribe today. Even accept Christ, and he actually recruits them because of their rightness. They're not, they're not saved, but he sees something in them worth saving, and he actually leads them to Christ so that they can be saved. So I just wanted to reiterate and just highlight that that shouldn't be a blanket statement for all people like, okay, all of our hearts is wicked. So I, I agree with that. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So um, now I wanted to go to this next scripture, Ecclesiastes 9, verse 11. And um, many people have heard something from this, I'm sure. It is a very famous scripture that a lot of people point out. But I want to read it in context and we're going to see if people have misunderstood what they're reading or misappropriated it. So it says, I'm going to start at verse 7. Go your way, eat your bread with joy and drink your wine with a merry heart. For God now accepts your works. Let your garments be always white and let your head lack no ointment or oil in other words. Live joyfully with the wife whom you love all the days of the life of your vanity, which he has given you under the sun all the days of your vanity, for that is your portion in this life. And in your labor, which you take under the sun, whatsoever your hand finds to do, do it with your might. For there is no work, nor device, nor knowledge, nor wisdom in the grave, whether, whither thou goest, where you go. I returned and saw under the sun that the race is not to the swift, nor the battle to the strong, neither yet bread to the wise, nor yet riches to men of understanding, nor yet favor to men of skill, but time and chance happens to them all. For man also knows not his time as the fishes that are taken in an evil net and as the birds that are caught in the snare. So are the sons of men snared in an evil time when it falls suddenly upon them. This wisdom have I seen also under the sun and it seems great unto me. So I'm going to stop right there. Obviously, we could go on, but I'm going to stop. The verse that I want to concentrate on is verse 11. I returned and saw under the sun that the race is not to the swift, nor the battle to the strong, neither yet bread to the wise, nor yet riches to men of understanding, nor yet favor to men of skill, but time and chance happens to them all. So we've heard this scripture. I know I've heard it a lot. <laughs> about the race not being to the swift and the battle to the strong. And <clears throat> what do you think of when you first, when you read that verse? Man, I'm way, way for a long time coming up in hearing gospel music. I think this one came from the artists. I think somebody, I don't know where it actually came from, where they mixed and we can talk, we're going to talk about the how they merged the Frankenstein, some scriptures from that scripture and another scripture. But this this came through a song, through songs. I remember remembering it from 
somebody, I think Daryl Coley had a song out and then some other people had a song out where they actually said that statement and we quoted it and confessed it and said all that. Um, but the main thing is like when I, when I came to the knowledge that that's not what the scripture said, I just felt bamboozled, man. Like, man, how did I really just believe that that was a scripture verse? And um, it's foolishness. So I just want to say one thing about it. I know you're going to go in on it, but one of the things I wanted to say about that scripture um, is that when we look at that, it's really speaking about, um, it's like basically saying um, time and chance is a leveler and that, you know, sometimes the fastest people are not going to win the race. Uh, the strongest people are not going to win. And, you know, the, like I said, the man of understanding doesn't always have the riches that reward him. So there's not always proof of his understanding based on things that happen. You know, a lot of times when we think about it, the fastest people in the world, we just think about this for a minute. We talk about who the fastest person in the world is. That's based on the fact that um, they entered into a competition that allowed them to be known. But what about the people who didn't even have an opportunity exactly. to compete? Or the strongest man in the world. How do we know this is the strongest man in the world? This is the strongest man in the world that we know about. But there's yeah. somebody else out there. So it's like time and chance. What about the time and chance that's happened um, way before the even the opportunity for it to be made known? So um, I just think that there's so much travesty that's done to this as far as just biblical interpretation. I want to say more about it, but that's my initial thoughts. About that thing, it's a Frankenstein scripture, a uh, Frankenstein quote, I should say. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, I mean, I've heard so many times in scriptures. I mean, not scriptures, songs, yeah. where people say certain things, and I'm like, wait a minute, that's not what the Bible said. <laughs> I'm like, that sound like a good rhyme, but nah, that wasn't what the Bible said. Mm -mm. And it bothers me that we have that a lot in music. Um, I think that it's getting better these days, but I hate to say it this way, but it seems as though there's a certain demographic that does this more often than others. Mm. Uh, but I'll leave, it, I'll leave that alone. They right. like to stuff that sounds good, but, it, but it's like, okay, well, that's not what the scripture said. Um, recently, and I'm just going to touch on this real quick. I'm not going to go I there. Feel like I already know where you're going, but go ahead. <laughs> <laughs> recently, go ahead and speak on it, bro. I heard someone say, "The lion and the lamb shall bow down to the goat." That's the one. <laughs> um, and my thoughts were. Dude, you better either come back and explain what you meant or you better sit down and not say that again. Because when you're trying to say something to make it sound slick or whatever and whatnot, you know, there needs to be an explanation after something like that. Because that's too that's too big and, and, and poignant of a statement to make to not give clarity as to what that means. Now, when I heard it, I took it two ways. One way is that this person, when they said goat, they meant the greatest of all time. Right. 
And when they talked about the lion and the lamb, they weren't talking about the lamb called Jesus or the lion of Judah. They were talking about animals that will bow down to Jesus, who is the greatest of all time. That's what I want to believe that they meant. Because I'm like, if you said it and you missed it another way, trying to act like that's what the scripture says, then you need to study more or you're either or you are intentionally speaking false doctrine through your so-called poem. So he gave a response just to let you know. Oh, he did? Okay. Yeah, well, what was, was the response was given because, of course, a lot of flack went up. Social media went, you know, went crazy on them. And the response was, I'm I'm referring to the GOAT, like you said, the greatest of all times, that's Jesus. And I'm, I'm using that cultural uh, description of the GOAT. But the lions yeah. and the lambs is all these other people, um, people out here who think they're lions and lambs. And then somebody was like, Don't, nobody calls themselves lambs. And you might have some people that says I'm a lion or whatever, but you don't have people calling themselves lambs. But his his breakdown was that all of the people who think that there's something, the lions and the lambs, will bow to the goat. I feel like it was a terrible thing. And then his other response was, this wasn't theology that I was giving you. It was a cultural uh, metaphor or analogy. Uh, I think it was terrible because nothing in scripture even leads to that. And how can you say it's not theology when you're, actually, you're literally talking about Christ and who he is? And so this is our problem. And this, I know it's a sidebar, but my problem with artists, artists think that they can do whatever they want to do because they're artists. Now, you wouldn't you wouldn't take that from a preacher. You wouldn't take it from somebody who's commissioned to be apostle, prophet, pastor, teacher, whatever. But we take things from artists because we feel like they have the creative liberty to do whatever they want to do without coming under um a certain being being looked at under a microscope to say what is the soundness of what you're bringing out and i feel like that's a problem that we've had a long time with artists who uh, feel like they can just say and do whatever and they don't have to come under governance because they're just flowing in their expressive creativity and this is how this is why things like this happen um and then they could just try to explain it away because it's just a song it's not a sermon it's the, you know it's it's just yeah. a song whatever that's my problem with that but yeah Travesty. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and you know, what I'm finding with a lot of these new come up and coming Christian hip hop artists, they're doing this and even worse. I mean, man, I ain't even going to say some of the stuff I heard some of these dudes say that I was like, are you kidding me, dude? You really said that? I mean, there was one time this guy, I, I saw him on uh, Instagram. I haven't been back since because it's been like, I don't know, it was like over a year ago when I actually came across this. Probably more like two years ago. But I came across this artist who was talking about smoking weed. He's supposed to be a Christian hip hop artist. And he was talking about smoking weed and, you know, talking about a fire, lighting the fire. And, and he was trying to claim that the fire that's being lit is like the Holy Spirit but he was having weed in his mouth, smoking it and all this stuff. I'm like, dude, are you kidding me? <laughs> I, I just, I was like blown away by that. I couldn't believe I saw that. And I confronted him about it. 
I, I wrote him a message in um in his inbox. I DM'd him, said, yo, are you serious? What the heck is this about? And then he gave me some stupid response to that. And I basically told him, I said, the bottom line is, dude, you're wrong, you're off. And if you're supposed to be representing Christ, you shouldn't be on no video smoking weed, period. <laughs> I don't care what you say. You know what I'm saying? I mean, that just, it made me mad. It really did. And that was just one of the many things I've seen out there that is just so off, it's ridiculous. And the problem I have is a lot of these so-called Christian hip-hop artists, they come into the faith, but they're a baby. And they think because they might have skills on rhyming that they could just go out here and just start rhyming right away. Right. And okay, let's say, okay, and then they'll try to they'll try to compare themselves to somebody like Paul. The problem with that is Paul was a studied scholar in the Bible before he became a Christian. Exactly. That's the difference. He didn't come over to the he didn't come over to the Lord and say, Oh, now I need to learn the Bible. How where right. did I go to find where did I go to find Jonathan 56 for? <laughs> right. Right. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like he didn't come over here not knowing anything. He knew the scriptures better than most people that were called Christians. Exactly. And all he did was now take the knowledge that he had from studying as a scholar, as a Pharisee, right. to now being able to teach the word with revelation from the Holy Spirit. That's the difference. So that's why anybody that gets born again you might have been a singer, you might have been a rapper or whatever. Sit your behind down and get disciple first. Shut it down. Don't do nothing with the music anymore until you get a good foundation in the word of God and in your walk with the Lord. Until that happens, you don't have the you don't even deserve a, a spot on a mic. Because right. there ain't nothing that you can say. That's going to really do anything for anybody that hears you. And that's the other problem that I see. Because I've, I've approached artists about this before. And I've told artists, I said, listen, you ain't, you ain't ready. Matter of mm -hmm. fact, this ain't even quality music. You need to sit down. You need to really get your life, you know, strong and, and founded in the things of God first. And then also work on your craft while you're doing that. And then maybe some years from now, you can revisit whether you want to do something or not. Because a lot of times, and this has happened with me, I've looked back on things that I wrote and I'll be like, dang, that sounds kind of like, I don't know, uh, elementary or something, you know? Thanks for listening to the New Numa Godcast once again. This is your host, Norm. Follow me at Norm the Professor on IG. I'm in agreement for power and breakthrough in your life. Keep tuning in every week for that real talk, new life.